You're listening to Raceroo Radio, where fitness and racing are combined. Each week, you'll hear us bring you a fitness tip to help you with your fitness journey, as well as covering the latest current event news, covering NASCAR, Formula One, and sprint cars. We always have lots to talk about, so buckle up and take another lap with us. Thanks for listening, and you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you can find our multiple updates every week at Raceroo Racing, and you can find our fitness updates at Raceroo Fitness. Enjoy the podcast with Ryan and Jordan. Here we go. All right. So, uh, see what happened was we back. We're back. We're basically what we did accidentally, but kind of, I guess we'll say on purpose is that we just went ahead and followed the F1 summer break. We, we just took a few weeks off because, uh, you know, F1 no, no, what really has happened is my house is a disaster right now. It's actually right now it's really good. Um, but we have been renovating the kitchen and the living room. And it's about to look super baller. It's really on the way right now. Um, but, I mean, new new kitchen cabinets, new countertop, new floors all the way through the kitchen, dining room, living room. Uh, we knocked out our fireplace that was here so we have more room in the living room. It's a big to-do, big to-do. Um, put tile down, didn't like it, ripped it back out. It's It's been a lot of work, but it's about to really pay off. Um, and I gotta say props to Jenny because she's been, she's planned the whole thing. She's really been the spearhead for everything. I just kind of like do what I'm told with it, kind of, sort of. Um, but uh, anyway, that so um, fit tip on this: get your sleep because it makes you groggy, and it makes you make bad decisions. It makes your execution poor. No, that, that's not my fit tip, but uh, that that is uh, very important. I've I've been definitely dragging on the sleep as she has, but. Um, haven't really talked to you all so much since, uh, we went on, both of us went on vacation. Jordan, how was your vacation? Um, it was good. It was, uh, too short, unfortunately. I wish it was longer. They are. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't know if, uh, any, anybody told you, we actually found an apartment down there. We were thinking about pulling the trigger on, um, but it just wasn't the time yet. So, uh, we, we ended up not, but, um, I didn't get a chance to get a line in the water, but I mean, you know how the beach is <coughs> on the beach, you're on the beach. And um, I think I said it in like the little updated video that, or the little updated uh, piece that we did when I was down there. Um, I walked on the beach for <laughs> like three hours of one day and didn't even realize it. <laughs> I was just taking a long stroll and uh, I got in a fight with Mr. Krabs. That was pretty fun. <laughs> didn't you send us a picture of that or video or you posted something to Facebook about it? Yeah, I, I sent you a Snapchat video. Of, oh, that's I haven't been on Snapchat in forever, so I probably haven't. Just haven't seen Jordan or no, Mom was telling me about it, so that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was in one of the, like little water pools because um, it was low tide, and it was a big, big blue crab, probably one of the biggest I've seen since we had the boat. And uh, he would not. I was gonna try and like get behind him like we used to do at Crab Alley and grab the back of him and pick him up, and. Uh, I couldn't get behind him. He had claws in the air and he was flinging them around and <laughs> it was hilarious. Cause I was doing like my Steve Irwin where I was jumping around and <laughs> it was just, it was fun. That's cool. That's cool. So I got to ask ocean city or Myrtle beach. Uh, well here recently, the way ocean city's changed, I'd say Myrtle beach. Um, my heart is always in ocean city. Um, but it, it, it honestly has to depend on where you're at. Like if we can go into the city and then go out in ocean city, love it to death. But all I, all I want to do is fish and get a wrapper at Myrtle beach. You know, you can do a lot more stuff and there's not as much going on um, up in the Northern part where I'm at. So, I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about, like I said, we were looking at an apartment down there. So was it, uh, I, I wouldn't want to live in ocean city. I don't think because I like, to go there for vacation as much as I'd really like to be there more often. It is a good vacation spot for me to go. And, you know, I guess you don't want to have that, you know, too much of a good thing kind of, kind of right. thing going on. Um, but I, I don't know for me, you know, we went last year in October and, and I really feel like that's kind of better, you know, like Myrtle beach is so big. Like even when it's busy, it's so big 
in comparison to Ocean City that it's like it's not too much of a problem getting around. Um, it is a little spread out if you're going to certain places, like if you're wanting to go to crab catchers, but you're way down in you know the main drag down in Grand Strand, that's a drive. But yeah, it's, about, it's about like 45 minutes. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> so um now fishing wise, I I have to say Ocean City because Merle yeah. sucks on this on the surf is what i'm told i didn't catch anything but i wasn't really out there very long and then you know we went fishing that one time it took an hour just to get out to the water you know you yeah. can you can be on you know the the angler and be out in the water out in the ocean five minutes so but yeah. that's it. for me during the summer right now i think myrtle beach because it's close and you know you don't have to worry about traffic so much but man i think that out of season if you're okay with some of the places being closed i'm going to ocean city all time yeah so when we first went down to myrtle beach it was out of season two years in a row and it seemed like not a lot of stuff shuts down down there um you not know, right stuff, away yeah well i could tell you for sure pizza places don't stay open past eight that i know um <laughs> just ended up in a sketchy area trying to get pizza um i think it was on our honeymoon um but other than that, I mean, I would say in season, I'd want to be at Ocean City just because of like the fishing and all yeah. the stuff being open, but I could be at Myrtle Beach anytime. I, I guess it depends because if you're, if you want to go, if you want to go to Ocean City, I'm saying going, don't go in the main block of summer. Go like we went in October and most of the places were still open. The track yeah. is way down. We stayed at Francis Scott Key for probably half the price you would have during the summer and oh, you can walk right over there, you know? Yeah. So that's even, that's my take. Even still, I think Myrtle Beach, even in mid-season, is cheaper than Ocean City by far. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Then, and then for Myrtle Beach's argument is like you can go in November and December, and for the most part, it's really not. I mean, it's going to be a little little chillier, but for the most part, you know, South Carolina, it's not going to get super cold. Hey, so, I, I guess we'll say for us Yankees, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be too cold. <laughs> I mean, you're probably used to you're probably used to the southern weather down there, but us Yankees, we'd probably be wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Funny you know? thing, I'm more used to the cold now than I used to be a baby to the cold. Now, dude, now I wake up and take cold showers. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's that's because it's so hot down there. <laughs> All right, so that's our opening segment. Uh, just had to get our vacations out there. Um, of course, back to back to the flow of things. So uh, we missed a lot of racing. A lot of things happened. Uh, Kevin Harvick got himself in the chase with two wins and yeah. we were all excited. Like, Oh, we were safe. We got in, you know, and then it really kind of didn't, didn't, didn't ended up mattering because of uh, what happened with Kurt Bush. And we're going to get to that. So we're not going to go through every single race, but we are going to talk little, little bits of here and there. So Jordan, um, I do want to start with our uh, fit tip, but uh well, let's let's get to that. I know Jordan had some breaking news about a dirt race tonight too. We got to get to dirty talk with Jordan. So my fit tip is, oh, I had about three of them. Oh, that's the one. I had about three of them. I was judging which one to do. Um, just my personal experiences. I kind of come across things. I'm like, I want to talk about that. And then the next day, I'll hit something like, no, I want to talk about that now. And then things stack up real big. So uh, what I want to talk about uh, today, it's the end of August. A lot of kids are going back to school. Um, I know my daughter starts Monday. A lot of people I've seen in Pennsylvania, they've already started. So during the summer, it kind of is chaotic, you know, for a lot of families. There's a lot of stuff going on. Kids are out of school, so they're either at home when they usually aren't, or they're at a babysitter, at daycares, at wherever. You know, the summer tends to be a little bit different, a lot of different than the school year. So we're going back to school. So now is the perfect time for families, for, uh, you know, if, if you've been kind of in the chaos during the summer, you have been able to get to the gym because you had this, that, and the other thing going on, you've had vacations, um, whatever the case might be. Now is the perfect time to get back into that rhythm. You know, the kids are getting back into the rhythm of school, so you can get yourself back into the rhythm of you know, you pick your kids up from school, you come home, they're ridden the bus home, whatever the case might be, and just, you know, going to the gym. Certain days, you know, obviously everyone's schedule is a little different. This doesn't mean go every day, but, you know, you get home, 
kids do their homework or whatever you eat dinner prepare dinner um set your time and just you go and get your hour or whatever it is in and so like i said now if uh you're like my daughter starting back monday monday is the perfect time let's come home get our stuff together get packed up let's go to the gym do whatever we're doing that day again maybe monday do it take tuesday off go wednesday whatever works in your schedule if you've been out of it for a little while, start back with maybe Monday and a Wednesday or Thursday, maybe just a Tuesday and a, a Saturday, two days a week. That's totally fine. You know, just starting to get back into the flow. But now's the time. If you really want to get back, you can, you know, build that um, kind of consistency by getting into the flow of things again and singing it with, with, you know, the chaos of the summer kind of ending. Yeah. I mean, definitely you want to start now and, uh, Cause you want to build up to get as many days. Like if you want to get the five days throughout the winter where you're working out five days a week, you want to start off slow. You don't want to go all out in the first five, you know, the first five days you go back. So it's starting increments, work your way up from two to three to four. And by midwinter, you're, I wouldn't even say by midwinter, probably by the start end of fall, you're in the full swing of things. It gets dark sooner. So you're not outside as much. It's getting a little cooler. You know, so you'll be you'll be doing pretty good by that time. I would imagine you add more time to your uh, your workouts and take time from being outside, you know, those late summer nights. And it doesn't even have to be uh, just going to the gym. You know, obviously people can have their own home gyms. Maybe you just go to you have a gym you like to go to. I don't care if it's a Planet Fitness, YMCA, uh, Anytime Fitness, CrossFit gym, whatever it is. You know, maybe you you only have time because the kids have sports or whatever it is. You only have time to go on a Wednesday, but that doesn't mean you can't come home Monday. And maybe you can throw a, a yoga on YouTube or something like that. You can, you know, send a message to Racer Fitness, get a personal trainer, yeah, yeah, and and get you know get you a home uh, workout program that you can do. I can teach you how to make your own kettlebells or what, you know, use weights that you have available, you know, just set aside uh, some time in your own home, go for a walk. You know, we're just, this is what we do as, as a family. Now we're going to come home on Tuesday nights and we're just going to go for a walk as a family. Great way to bond. Also great way to just kind of keep your body moving, you know? So like, like I said, now's the time start working on getting that, uh, you know, schedule back, getting that consistency back, because in about two or three months, it's going to go back into this chaos as we start hitting the holidays. And that this, this window to kind of build that consistency is really, really going to get hard again. So now's the, now's the perfect time. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, you know, going for walks were so much easier when uh, I was at the beach, because I could just walk on the beach for hours. Yeah, that helps. And, you know, and, and I, and I saw the start training and I was like, man, I could so do this. <laughs> I was, I was watching them and I, and then I started thinking like what profession doesn't get paid for what they need to do. And that's lifeguarding. Well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> There's, I, I don't know what really, I don't know what kind of profession you could do at the beach to just make the kind of money that you need to actually like live there the way you want to, you know, I know you like, Oh, you could serve tables or whatever. And like, but you probably based on the, the people who usually see doing that. Um, it's a lot of students and things like that. So it's really hard that it seems to, I know what you could do. You could buy a boat and then use it for a fishing boat. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. I'm just, let me just pull out and write my check for like $2 million for a boat. No, no. Your Michael Jordan's boat might be for sale. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think he uh I think he just won the mid-Atlantic tournament with that white marlin. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> All right. So Jordan, I'm gonna pitch it over to you now. Uh we got dirty talk, so I know we're not gonna probably go over all the time that we've missed, but let's just hit some uh hit some big things. Okay, well we're uh to, to start off dirty talk, I'm just gonna go over with a couple of wins from last weekend um but first i want to send prayers out to 
I know his first name's Wayne. Um, they are running the All-Stars at Williams Grove tonight, and they do a classic car laps in between shows. And he took a really nasty flip. Life Flight was called. Um, but the good news was before he left, his, he was communicating and moving with the helicopter personnel. So that's good. Um, it was a really nasty flip. And thank God he's okay. And I don't know what's going on at Williams Grove because I'm sort of peeking in here on flow watching it. And apparently it's uh, everybody get your flips in tonight because uh, that appears to be what's happening. Um, but we'll go back to uh, the last two days. The All-Stars have been running this kind of like their PA swing, but it's not all in PA. They were at Bloomsburg Fairgrounds on, uh, I believe, Wednesday. And this is going to be kind of easy because Bloomsburg Fairgrounds and Bridgeport last night in New Jersey, they were both won by the same driver, and that's Justin Peck. The very cool thing about Justin Peck winning at Bridgeport is – and you're going to kind of like this connection. So um, obviously you remember left turn, Jason Leffler. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Peck drives the car that Jason Leffler was in when he was killed. And it was at Bridgeport, Bridgeport Speedway. Um, so he got the win there last night. And they were, I think, doing a special uh, paint scheme to honor uh, Justin Leffler. So it was pretty cool to see him get the win um, last night in that race. Uh, last weekend at the Grove, Steve Buckwater picked up a win. I think that's his first win of the year at the Grove. Um, he runs a lot of USAC, some sprint cars here and there. Uh, at Port Royal, Logan Wagner got the win, and I'm just going to be blatantly honest, nobody was there. Marks and Macri, the two hottest drivers, they were out with the Outlaws All-Stars all last week um, doing some big things. Um Parker Press Miller, the guy who was battling cancer, well, he had a very nasty wreck. I forget where they were. Um, he fractured some bones in his back. Mm. So he's going to be out for about six six months or so. I'm thinking it's six months, probably the end of the year. Um, so Macri and a couple other drivers are filling in his car. Macri's doing the PA swing, so that's cool to see. Um, he's been running it very good. Um, and I think, uh, oh, what's his name? Corey Eliason was filling in that too. Um, so it's cool to see the spread car community coming together to run the car. So that way it stays competitive in the owner's points. Um, two weeks ago, I have to bring this up because Troy Wagaman Jr. got his first 410 win at Lincoln Speedway. That was really cool to see. Um, he's been close. He's been fast. And sometimes he just straight up has bad luck. But he finally climbed the mountain, got over that hill. And then last week, Matt Campbell picked up his second feature win at Lincoln. So that was cool to see. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are racking off some wins. Danny Dietrich's been out traveling with the All-Stars, Macri, Marks. These guys have been doing like the month of money, we call it, um, with Knoxville and everything else going on. Um, so it's cool to see these other guys who don't necessarily – I don't want to say don't have the chance to win, but on certain nights they can have better chances than others. Um, I wanted to say this for the longest time. Uh, Buddy Kofoid won the BC 39 back when NASCAR was in Indiana. Uh, the BC 39s in honor of Brian Clawson, and that was the day after the cup race. Um, so Buddy Kofoid won that. And then he also won Kyle Larson's new sprint car high limit series. Um, it was 22,000 to win. It was a Tuesday show, and it was really cool. It got a lot of positive reviews. And I see this being huge uh, next year when Larson really unveils this. This was a, a test run. They only had like 34 cars, but the cool thing about it was, is it was a track that the outlaws don't run. Um, so unfortunately for the outlaws, they aren't allowed to go to a track that they don't run. Um, it's part of their rules. If they don't run it on their schedule, they're not allowed to be there to race. A lot of us don't really agree with that. And it's been kind of like a controversial thing with the outlaws. Um, so I would almost think that that would be like, like NASCAR, you can't test that. Well, you, it was like this before you couldn't test the tracks that we would run at. So it almost seems this is backwards. Like you, you, you should be okay with them running at tracks that they wouldn't go to because they're not getting an advantage. That's right. kind of interesting. Right. Yeah. The, any track that is not on the outlaw schedule or outlaw approved, uh, if you are a full-time outlaw driver, you are not allowed to race at those tracks. So back when 
uh, Lincoln was off the outlaw schedule. They could run the Grove, but they couldn't run, they couldn't run Lincoln. Um, and so that's kind of, I mean, they've been doing it for a couple of years now. It's been good to see. And I think they're back at port now. So, um, but this high limit sprint car series is going to be pretty interesting. Um, middle of week shows, I don't know what tracks are coming out yet, but it was 22 grand to win. And then on top of that, the really cool thing was Kyle Larson put a bounty on himself. Uh, he put a $10,000 bounty on himself. Um, and as long as he finished inside the top 10, anybody who finished ahead of him would get a piece of that. Well, he was running <laughs> top five and got a flat tire, but you know, Kyle Larson, he does Kyle Larson things. He came back to finish 10th. So everybody in the top 10 got a little extra money. Um, and the way tire prices and stuff are right now, it's definitely cool to see. Um, but other than that, I have obviously more news coming up we're going to have a special guest here in a little bit um whenever um we get to that portion but it's we're gonna have jake hawkins on to talk about his son's race coming up here next weekend it's it's here guys it's here so he has a lot of information there's some information that he's probably going to talk about for this weekend i'm going to let him explain all that i'm sure he has a lot going on um we got our shirts by the way um, they're awesome. Love them. I can't wait to, to wear it. Um, so uh, that's all I have for Dirty Talk right now until we get until we get Jake in here. Yeah, send him the invite so he can pop in at any moment and we'll uh, whatever we're talking about at the time, we'll uh, we'll switch off so he can get, you know, get in, say what he you know wants to share with us. And well, I, I told him I, I told him I would uh, let him know when to jump in. So, OK. Yeah, I, I send the invite to him, you know, whenever he's ready. Um, speaking of dirt, hey, so uh, we need to talk about, there's a new dirt race, well, World of Outlaws video game coming out. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm kind of conflicted because I was kind of deciding to go the iRacing route, but I'm not sure which is uh, going to be the way to go here. You want, you want my professional opinion? I think you're going to say iRacing. Yes. Because, and, and I'm just going to say this, I love that iRacing was involved with it, but man, the highlights are like the, the trailers look ungodly like Tony Stewart's sprint car game and have so arcade. I don't understand how gaming companies cannot but, recreate the 2002 sprint car game. But here's the thing, like this one, it looks like it's collabor collaboration with iRacing. It it like iRacing has some stuff to do with this one. It is, but I've also looked into it and they were saying if people are expecting this to be iRacing, you're going to be let down. And well, I mean, it's, it is a console game. I'm just, you know. Right. And that's what all of us were expecting, though. But I'm telling you, if you're on the fence, go iRacing. Because um, me and Davey were all about <laughs> getting this game. And then we saw the trailers and we were like, I don't know. <laughs> don't. It looks so much like watch that trailer and then watch like the Tony 2. The, Tony Stewart, like all-star sprint racing and watch how similar they are. And you'll be like, hmm, I don't know. The good thing is it's going to be all actual tracks in this one compared to Tony Stewart's, which were random tracks that you've never heard of before. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get it, but not right. <laughs> Maybe not right away as fast as well, I thought I was going to. The reason I, I didn't, didn't even know about it until like I was looking at maybe getting I do this thing with like the Madden and the, the NASCAR games like I won't get one for like three or four years. And then I'll even like the F1 game, the last one I got the one last year and then the one before that I got in 2016. So I go big gaps without getting an updated one just because they're usually copy paste. Yeah, the updated drivers. So um, I'll see if I get another NASCAR game because the last one I had was Heat 4. And so it was either like wait for the new ignition to come out in a few months or get Heat 5, which I can get for the Switch, which is kind of cool because I can play that when I'm not on the TV or get the ignition game from last year, which the Heat 5 and the ignition are super cheap right now. So I was like, ah, maybe I get this or maybe I, you know, I started thinking about maybe doing iRacing. And then I looked at the reviews for Heat Terrible. 5 and the ignition. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, on games, so it, it was a lot of the same kind of things. Like, you had a lot of people who were like, it it really sucks. And then some were like, it's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. 
it does okay, but it's fine. Terrible. <laughs> I, I looked and the reviews for Heat 5 were like four out of five. Like, okay, that's fine. Terrible. But it said it's a copy paste of Heat 4. And then I looked at Ignition and it was two out of five. Yeah. No. The last NASCAR game. I don't care if it's $13. This is not worth my $13 if it's a two out of five. Ah. The last NASCAR game that I played that was worth it was Inside Line. So that's what they say. They say Inside Line was one of the best. I don't, you know, I, I guess I don't really have too much of a care because, you know, people are like, oh, my God, the track map. is. They don't have the track maps. And I'm like, I don't use them either way. So you can't like with the NASCAR heat was like back when they originally made NASCAR heat and you couldn't turn it. You still can't turn. Like you still you have to go ungodly slow in the corners to turn. And then you get run over. Well, my beef with Heat 4 was, I mean, it, the physics are super weird. Like, yeah, that's just, like, I'll give you an example. Going into the hairpin at Sonoma on not this year's layout, the one where they had, like, the old layout yeah. that they went to and then went away from. Like, you do the hairpin in the middle of the course, and it's like you go to turn in there, and it's like the left front carries up, like, it lifts up like it's a sprint car. Yeah, like, and you just go straight. Like, there's no, there's nothing you can do other than completely stop. It just, like, who created this? And this is with this is with the professional, like, going online, finding somebody who does like all the setups and like putting their setup in, and you just go in there and you just, and that's and that's what I mean. Like the crazy part, like back in the day, we would run, we would play so good, or we would think we were really good at like the old NASCAR games or the old sprint car games. And we were like, man, if we're this good now, imagine how good it'll be when the graphics get better each year, yeah. each year gets better. And we're going backwards in the racing category, except for I racing. You know what I remember? I remember you, but me and you play in Richmond and you leading like 90% of the laps. I'll pass you and lead for like two laps and you pass them back. But I always end up passing you right near the end winning races. But I still remember one at Las Vegas. It was the same thing. I just followed you for a while. Like I would get by you every now and then, but then you passed me right back. And I remember passing you going into turn three and you straight up chastained me. I don't remember that. I remember it. I'm still salty about this one. <laughs> it was like NASCAR 2001 or one of those deals. Hey, yeah, I still remember you chastaining me at Vegas. Listen, I can tell you the 2002 – uh world of outlaw game listen me and davy played i don't know how many championships on there and i'm 20 to one to him so i believe it i believe it i'm that's I'm, i even went to when they had the they had a simulator at uh it, what was it called it was like called uh, i can't remember but they had a thing at the fair where everybody brings all their cars in yeah a simulator there and i was at i-55 and i'm telling you i'm super fast on that at 2002 and I was like, oh, I got to do it with the gas pedal and the steering wheel? Sure. And I went just as fast sure. as I with the controller. <laughs> I got a trophy for it, too. I was so happy. Did you play iRacing with a, with a steering wheel, or did you play iRacing with the controller? Controller. With a PlayStation or an Xbox? With an Xbox controller. Okay. It was on Davey's laptop with an Xbox controller. So I got you. I was starting to get the hang of it, but I really want a steering wheel and gas pedals, yeah. and I want my own. That's but. What, I talked to some people and they're like, you need to get a steering wheel. You need a steering wheel. I'm like, yeah, but for $10, I can, or, well, I have to, you have to buy the, the 410 and the, the track, but you know, the barrier to entry is pretty small and I have a PlayStation 4 controller. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so enough video game talk. We're going to get into racing. So let's just hit on a couple key points here. So Indy road course. What's your say? Keep the road course, go back to the oval. Trash it. Go back to the oval. Why? Just because the new car, you got to try it at least once. Okay, I'm down with you on that. I'm down with you on that argument. Most people's argument is this race sucks. It's stupid that we're we're running this format when we should be running. We're the, we're the biggest form of racing in North America. We should be running the oval. But my argument to that was I mean, we did everything we could to make Indy relevant Yeah. again with, with NASCAR. We moved it to July 4th weekend. 
we moved it to the last race of the chase there for a couple weeks or a couple years. Yeah. It wasn't working. It was, it was not working. And, you know, even if the attendance, I mean, if you have 50, 60,000 people in attendance at a track that holds 400,000 people, it looks like no one's there. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's completely empty. So I mean, don't get me wrong. The road course was all over, but it's suspenseful. That's what people want. Yeah. Like, you weren't having that with, with no. the, the oval, but I think maybe, I mean, if you don't want to do any testing there, okay, fine. The best test we'll get is a race there. So make it on the oval one year, see what happens. I mean, the worst that it is, is we're like, Hey, we're going to try on the oval with the new car, see how it goes. If it, if it goes all right, you know, maybe we'll alternate. If it doesn't, yeah. we'll go back to the road course. Yeah. Cause it's honestly with me. So with, I know people are kind of like, we do, we're starting to do too many road course races. Well, the road course racing has been pretty good. I think, I, I think it's been entertaining. Yeah. For sure. know, so, so for me, if you work it in, I don't know how you do this. But if you go to Daytona three times and do the Roval, or yeah, do the Daytona Roval once, I'm good with that. Just keep the two Daytonas you have. Like, even even if you would have kept the uh, the Clash in Daytona, I would have been good with leaving it as the Roval like we did last year. You know, I you know, adding the Coliseum is another big play that's really really cool. But if you add the Roval to Daytona somewhere, I'm good with that. If you go to Indy twice and do a Roval and an Oval, I'm kind of okay with that. Right. I think that that's, you know, the Roval, the road course at Indy has been entertaining. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you got to do testing at at the Oval first before doing that. I mean, I I don't know if we need to go there twice, but I mean, I think it would – I think it'd be better to at least right now keep the road course because as much as everybody says it's a crapshoot, I mean it was suspenseful. So we, we're we're talking about indie again. That's it's relevant, and so that's why we're going to do it. And maybe we go back and run the the oval a year or two. But to me, it's we're talking about it, and that's a big deal. They brought Mike Tirico in to try to make the the oval relevant. Remember that a couple years ago? Yeah, I think Mike Tirico showed up. And uh, did a little bit of commentary on it. Yeah. Still, it was like, who cared? I cared because Kevin won the race. Right. You know, but the, other than that, yeah, no one cared. Yeah. So not the Indy 500. Yeah. But so I, just, I mean, people were talking about it. And it's like they said, the Indy 500, everything's packed. The second Indy race there, no one cares. Yeah. Hey, here he is. I think he's joining in. There he is. Hey, Jake. Can you hear us? Hang on. He might be. Uh... It says he's connecting with audio. <laughs> think, think. Well, uh, while he's connecting on the subject of it, like, hey, what about doing a double header weekend at the at Indy? It shouldn't be that big of a deal to set up the uh, the oval and then switch switch to the road course and the guy, I mean, these cars are pretty are universal. They can, they can make changes to them. Right. But, you know, Hey, your diffuser setting is your diffuser setting. Roll with it. You yeah. know, you have this, this time to change, come into the garage in the morning. You can change whatever you want on that. As long as it passes tech, just flip it, do, do two races in one day. I think that that's relevant. I think you got to I think you got to know what the oval is going to give you before you do a double hell. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I think if we want to try it, let's keep what we got that we know is successful, but then, you know, we can also try that. But Hey Jake, how you doing, buddy? Going on, bud. How are you? I'm doing all right. How'd you golf today? Yeah, not the great, not the greatest today. <laughs> it's been yeah. up and down. Wednesday I shoot 88. Today I shot 95. Uh, yeah, we all have that day. Me and Davey oh, yeah. went and played best ball, and uh, we were shooting like 83. So we're, we're, we need to improve on that for the tournament. Yeah. And Norm shot 80. He had to par the last hole when he bogeyed. <laughs> Isn't that how so. But, uh, um, so. What's going on, Ryan? How are you? 
Oh, just getting through the day, man. Just getting through the day. Yeah. Yeah. Long time no see. Yeah, I know, man. It's good to see you. Yeah, good seeing you. Yep. So excited to come up and see you next week. So I know you. We uh, wanted to hear you talk about what's going on next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got off the phone with Parrish earlier today. Um, everything is a go. It's going to be a speed week show. It's going to be seven thousand wins, seven hundred to start. Awesome. So. That's it's going to be a fantastic show tomorrow. We actually we're going to be there with all the auction items. We're going to be have 35 plus items over half the stuff is signed. It's it's going to be a fantastic. So, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about, because you were talking to me a little bit about it the other day when we were there when I was over. at yeah. um, yeah. go, go ahead and name some of the items that you, you got on on uh, for the oh, auction. Geez. we've got uh, tail tanks from like Devin Borden. Um, I had a uh, custom flag made with our Hawk and Strong logo on it. It's got 35 plus drivers signed by it, including like Danny Lasoski. Um, you know, some of them big names. Um, we've got a Lance DeWeese, like four foot high trophy from his last win at Lincoln. We are going to have, uh, I think the biggest item is going to be a Kyle Larson hand painted photo. That is also signed by Kyle himself. So, yeah, it's yeah, we got we got a lot of wing panels. You know, uh, I just found out today I got a Jacob Allen wing wing panel. We got an Anthony Macri wing panel. The list just goes on and on. So, and so that auction starts this weekend at the uh, the uh, the All Stars are there this weekend, right? If yep, I'm- yep. All Stars are there tomorrow at Lincoln and. Um, I'll be getting there early afternoon to get everything set up. And then once gates open, everything will be set up, you know, for everybody to come start bidding. And um, it doesn't end until our race, probably about eight o'clock around there. I'll have more information on that tomorrow. So. All right, cool. Cause uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make tomorrow's show. So I might, I might try and get in some of that bidding uh, before the yeah. race. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why we did it for two days in case, you know, people can't make it to like, you know, tomorrow's race or something like that. Yeah. But we don't want to run it all night. That way we can sit down and enjoy the races ourselves. So. Right. So um, a lot of our listeners probably don't understand what it means by speed week format. So can you just kind of elaborate on how you're going to, how the, the format's going to go and anything special you have planned for it? Um, so speed week format is obviously it's time trials. Um, the toughest thing that's going to be, I think it's a three division night. The legends are there. So they're going to draw 40 to 50 cars. Easy. So yeah, the only thing different that we're going to do is probably do two to three cars for at a, at a time for time trials. Okay. So, um, I really haven't paid attention a whole lot to, you know, how exactly how they do their speed week show, how their format is. Obviously I'm guessing I mean, it's going to be heats. Um, probably you know, if we're having 30 to 35 cars, it's going to be you know, anywhere between three to four heats. Right. Um, we are going to, we're doing a four wide salute. Uh, I did get confirmation on that. Um, Dan Shetler and Landon Myers will be leading that the whole way around, whether mm-hmm. they make the show or not. Um, those were, they are very close friends with ours and they were very close with Elijah. So they will be leading that the whole way around. Right. Be- um, and then I got confirmation. You're going to be doing your saying while they do the, uh, the four wide salute. So Whew. put me on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're going to be doing that. So. No, I'm I'm excited for that. I've been uh, talking about this race pretty much every day since I don't know uh, every podcast since like March or whenever yeah. you told me we were going to do this. So yeah, I'm- I've listened to a few of them. Yeah, I've been uh, hearing about it. I appreciate that, you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know how you know how we're brothers. You know, we grew yeah. up together, and you're always family. So yeah, um, you know, I'm just. I'm happy we could put this race on. I'm, I'm so excited for it. Wear my Elijah bracelet every day. Yep, every um, day. So I'm excited to have a shirt now um, with him on there too. Yeah. But, um, Ryan, do you have anything you want to ask? I know we – so we switched up our sponsorship. We're also doing – we're going to do the hard charger and we're going to do quick time. Um, yep. So 
Um, Racer Roof Fitness will be there for a quick time in the hard charger. So not sure who's, who the hard charger is going to be. I have a couple ideas depending on who's going to be there. But uh, yeah, yeah. Even even with quick time, it depends on who's going to be there. But um, you got anything you were thinking about, Ryan? No, man. I'm just excited that uh, I I can actually uh, be up for it, and I haven't been up to Lincoln in I don't know 20 years. Wow. So I haven't even been to Pennsylvania. I don't think since uh well yeah. not since COVID. it was thanksgiving two years ago so yeah, i can't wait to see you yeah yeah just to let you know i mean because he is a personal trainer he's a lot mus- more muscular than we are <laughs> <laughs> so, so we look kind of tiny i was, I was yeah. always athletic i'm just a little bit uh, stockier now <laughs> just imagine yeah, imagine yeah. jordan's size but it's muscle yeah, it's not like me. Um, but so a little bit to uh, also a little bit I uh, wanted to add into. Um, I kind of talked about it on some of the shows, but we kind of hinted at it at the beginning when Jake came on. Um, so there's also a golf tournament that we're that Jake's having um, on September 17th up here. I'm entered in it. Obviously, Jake's entered in it. Um, we have is it a is it a full lineup now? I know you were still looking for like a yeah. Team. We are as far as I'm concerned, it is full now. We got 32 teams, so yeah. So that's that's gonna be pretty fun. That's gonna be at Honey Run Golf Course. Um, yep. <laughs> I am not a great golfer, but I'm hoping the four the other three guys I'm with are gonna carry me. Um, Dude, yeah. we're there to have fun, yeah. drink, and have like I said, have fun. So. Yeah, on on Elijah's memory. That's what the main thing is. It's exactly. To him. And the, the best thing is we're doing all this right around his birthday, too. His birthday is September 6th, so. Yeah, I was going to say it's the 6th, right? Yeah, yep. September 6th is his birthday. He'll be 10. Yeah. So, so. Be, I, I mean, that'll be a, a tough day for us all. Um, yeah. Mainly, mainly you, but for all of us, you know, having us in, his, in our thoughts and stuff. Um, maybe we'll all cut a piece of cake or something on – at the golf tournament maybe we should bring a cake and, and i will have them. to uh say something to my mother-in-law she's the one that's been running all that so yeah because i've been doing a lot of the race stuff so yeah i think that i think that'd be pretty cool but i'm i'm glad we're uh, able to put this race on for him i'm i'm glad i know you you went through a lot to try and make this happen and yeah i'm i'm proud of you for being able to do it i mean i'm just a little peon helping the sponsor but i'm i'm glad that uh you were able to do this because you had to you had to go big lengths i know to, to get this yeah it's just it's been a heck of a roller coaster um you know trying to find a house everything we were going with living on the farmhouse you know the whole one year coming up with his passing and you know just all this stuff. it's just been my mind my, my my whole head's been spinning for the last year <laughs> yeah I'm, so all of us can only imagine what you guys have gone through and I know yeah. I've seen you and Britt and Evan a couple times, obviously, and um, normally we haven't really gotten a chance to talk except for the one time we golf. But yeah. you know, I just I just hope you guys keep keep getting better and continue to heal as much as you can. Um, yeah, I keep telling myself just you know make the next day better. So yeah, that's that's all you can do. Just next yep. day's got to be better than the last day. Um, yeah, I know my life will never be the same as what it was over a year ago, but. I have Evan and I have my wife, you know, especially Evan that's keeping me busy now. I mean, he's doing fall ball and football, so. <laughs> yeah, busy times. <laughs> yeah. I, now, do, I, I gave up, I pretty much gave up bowling for right now to be focused on him. Yeah, well, I can, so. I can imagine because fall baseball and football and especially because, I mean, I know, I, I don't know how strong you are in the baseball category, but football, I know you're, you're very good, knowledgeable in, so. Right, giving them a lot of pointers in that. Um, yeah, I did want to ask you, what he's in? Is he in eight to ten, or is he in what age group's he in again? For football, yeah, he's in ranks. So it's they start rankies at like five years old and goes up to eight. Okay, so I'm almost a hundred percent sure that when they play Northeastern or NISA, that they're playing Davy's son. So this is going to okay. be like the like a huge meeting i think we're gonna have to have like a tailgate for this or something oh, shit. <laughs> because do you know <laughs> did, he, did he make varsity or jv 
Davey told me they only have one team for Nisa, so I don't. I'm assuming it's going to be the Barca. Okay. So, okay. The, as far as from what Davey told me, but it'll be pretty interesting because I think you told me that Evan is a lineman, and yeah, but Davey told me he thinks that Lucas is going to be a safety, so they're going to be on the field at the same time, and this is going to oh, be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, we have two teams. It's Varsity and JV because JV plays on Saturdays and varsity plays Sundays. Okay. I'm not sure. I think it's a Sunday. I don't know. I have to look at the schedule that I think Davey okay. had, but it'll be pretty yeah. interesting. Cause uh, I think we'll have to be out there flipping burgers and stuff. For, <laughs> for a tailgate party. Having, having a bomb going against the Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they already told Evan to say, you're going to have four to five sacks a game. You're like wow. a whole head taller than a lot of these kids. <laughs> I, I never got the experience being tall, so I was always the fun size kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still that way, I'm still the fun size kid. <laughs> We're a fun size family for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just should have gone your route and put on more muscle than fat, so that way I'm not as wide as I am tall. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's that's why we have Racer Roo Fitness, so we can all get in shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I, I need to start doing is uh, getting myself back into shape because since everything happened, I put on almost 50 pounds. Yeah, well, I mean, the stressful situation yeah. family went through, I mean, no one can ever plan for that. And right. you know, to, to even try and stay up on fitness while going through all that, that's just out of the question. Yeah, and we talk yeah. about all the time that mental health is is just as important, if not more important than the, the physical fitness part. So right so you know getting the the mental thing back is you know obviously that's the most crucial thing because it's right you know, i've been doing a lot better with it um especially now you know that we're in a house um just keeping myself busy with evan yeah. and everything i don't have that stress you know with that one year coming up and you know are we going to find a house where are we going to live and all that stuff so it's been a lot better i know i was diagnosed with ptsd um and obviously real bad anxiety and all that stuff um i still am working on my uh my anger because my anger got worse i would just flip on everything and every little thing right i've been working on it my wife's were helping me work on it and all that stuff so yeah i mean it, it's getting better but obviously it's never going to be perfect anymore right well and, and it comes along with you know ptsd and you know anger come along in the same hand in hand you know what i mean right um, yep like with concussions, you like sometimes your symptoms afterwards is you tend to get angry very easily and yep. people don't understand it because it's a mental thing and they can't see the injury in here. They can only see your injury, you know, if it's a broken arm or something like that. Correct. Obviously the stuff that you went through, it's very, very emotional and the injury is definitely inside your head because obviously you lived it, you went through it. You know, right. so yep. it's, it's hard to explain to people who don't understand. Obviously, um, I understand on concussion term, concussion terms. And like I said before, me and my wife had a miscarriage. So we understand yeah. losing a child, not as not as the tra uh, tragic way you lost Elijah. Um, but, right. you know, it, it's it's really tough and you just got to continue to push forward. Um, one thing. I, we're not sponsored by them, but one thing I want you to look into, um, it's not necessarily about like the loss of someone, but it's more for like veterans or PTSD or mental health. It's called Till Valhalla Project. Um, okay. Look into that um, because they have a lot of stuff that's regarding mental health. They help a lot of veter veterans with their PTSD and okay. a lot of their shirts, like a simple shirt will say on the front in my it'll say like you may not know me and on the back when you see it it'll say but this is your sign to continue going they yeah. have stuff like that so um look into them um because they're definitely big on mental health but always concentrate on your mental health because that's more important than anything um yeah I have a, there's a saying that i um i bought a shirt and i've seen on tiktok um a saying that says grow through what you go through right and i live by that every single day so yeah, always try and come out as strong as you can from any situation. Right. 
Yeah. And plus I'm on like I'm on medication now for like for sleeping at night because I was having a lot of nightmares. Right. Um, like there was a couple of times before um when we were still living at the uh the farmhouse, I would like startle out of my sleep and I start coughing. It felt like I was back in the fire. Like right. I had that smoke taste like in my mouth. Right. And this so now I had to get I had to get put on medication to help me sleep and all that stuff, which I was concerned about because going through my head like what if this happens again i'm on and i'm on vacation am i gonna be able to wake up right no, you that, know what i mean yeah that so, would definitely uh that would definitely make you think a little bit so but um i know for i mean obviously i i know you probably don't know this but i can tell you the situation that helped happen with you um with elijah we uh ryan actually had a conversation with his daughter then about what to do in a situation like that um because college is one of the biggest things and obviously sometimes we get a little arrogant and we think you know it's not going to happen to us and then when it hits you right in it right in the stomach right at home with something like that it it's a huge reality check um so it's never a positive out of what happened but um now Ryan's daughter knows what to do. Um, her being that young, she knows what to do in case of a situation like that. So, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, you guys talking about that on the one podcast back closer when it first happened. When I was listening to it. So, yeah, I mean, it probably opened up a lot of eyes to a lot of people. Yeah. Because you never, it just, it can happen at any time. Right. So, I mean, we have so many, we have so many things plugged into the wall, and not any one of us think about how many like how much electricity is running through it and a simple spark could start a fire you know a lot of us don't we get so numb to the fact that we're like oh it works every day it's expected to work and the one time it it has an issue it leads to something like that and you're not prepared for it so right it's just like since that happened it's like now i'm even when i leave i'm worried about leaving my dog at home because i'm afraid something will happen when i'm not there you know what i mean it's it's a scary thought but i'm glad i'm glad you and Britt are working through it i'm glad evan's you know progressing the way he's progressing and you guys are moving forward as a family um to get to where you need to be yeah and evan still has his little bit of moments um i think he just had one a week ago where you know he was just thinking about his brother and he just started breaking down right you know, and that's that kind of stuff, you know, it get you know, seeing him like that, you know, brings me down, brings her down a little bit, even though we try and be strong. It's just right. especially with me and my PTSD, it, it causes my replaying and all that stuff. It just it throws my mind for a loop. Right. But then he's also still, you know, recovering from his lungs and all stuff from being in the in the hospital because yeah. you know, he had pneumonia. He had bedside bedside pneumonia and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, we have an inhaler that we always take to football and all that stuff, but dude, I tell you what, he pushes harder than any other kid out there with the way his, how his lungs are. Yeah. I'm, so he, I'm happy to hear that he told me how he's like dominating people. I'm, I'm glad to oh see. My God. Dude, I'd say we were scrimmaging the, uh, the ponies, the JV ponies. He's breaking up. He was breaking through the line every single time. And these kids are a head taller than him and two, two to three years older than him right he's just he's a monster (laughs) listen i'm not a penn state fan so hopefully he goes to ohio state yeah yeah (laughs) you won't see me wearing that red (laughs) oh yeah you will your son would change that for you real quick Uh uh-uh nope you would not see me wearing that red (laughs) I, i think you can wear some scarlet red in there yeah <laughs> i think we can all make a compromise we can uh let's have him go to app state you know it's right up the street from me but ohio state I can't. anywhere but ohio state <laughs> <laughs> oh, but sorry. uh back, back to racing did you see did you see what happened at the grove i did um i actually uh before you jumped on i actually touched on that um no joe yeah um i saw that he was communicating and moving with uh he had movement and he was communicating with the helicopter personnel. So yeah, that's, that's good. A uh, very scary moment. Um, and again, yeah, I watched the replay and he was halfway out of his seat. His head was almost out of the frame. See, that's, I told you, Ryan, I told you he was yeah. pretty much out of the car 
Yeah. Like it was. He went, he went, he was basically almost going, he was down to backstretch, almost going into three. He goes over the wall and it comes back onto the track. Yeah. He, he just rode the guardrail. Yeah. It was just like his noodle kept hitting the guardrail. And then I don't know if the car, I think the video cut off before the car even stopped, but I think he landed. Did he stop upside down or was he right side up? He was pretty much almost upside down. He was like on a on an angle a little bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's Which, yeah because we just we seen a video on Twitter. Um, and yeah, he was he was hanging there like his seatbelts came undone. Yeah, and that's and I mean yeah I know I see Ryan's look on his face right there. Like I said, these were the vintage cars and right. Obviously, they were put together differently back in the day. I think it was right. a vintage super sportsman, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but obviously we see how far we've come with safety compared to back in the day. And yep, that's a huge thing, especially after you know the Greg Hodnett and everything situation. Everything has gotten safety, yeah. safety, safety. So yeah. they tightened a lot up here with after Greg Hodnett, because that was one of the freakiest things ever. Yeah. But I mean, even after that, with the uh, push truck driver that was killed at the Grove that he flew over the he car, flew over the fence and hit him. Um, yeah. They didn't make changes for that though. Um, so yeah. I don't know if they'll make changes for this. Maybe instead of it being a guardrail, they might put a, the catch fence. See the, the, see the thing is Brett looked on um, spin and they put on there, it was a C1. And for that ambulance company up there, what they, that usually is for them is when they get on the scene, that usually means dead on the scene. Yeah. And that's a, a lot of people were confused because a lot of people were saying that he was getting CPR done. A lot of people were saying state police was there. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunately being in the area, we hear a lot of stuff going on at the time, but none of us actually know what's going on. Um, we right. all draw conclusions. So I'm just, I'm glad he was communicating and moving before he left because yeah, I was thinking, oh no, not another one. Yeah. I guess uh, his name was uh, Lane Johnson is from what I heard. So. Uh, prayers to his family and hopefully a speedy recovery. Um, just want to put that out there. So, did y'all see the uh, the wreck in the Arca race? I tagged you in in it. Yes, it was Buddy Kofoid. Yeah, Dude. that was gnarly. That was insane. I'm surprised he was okay. So I don't know if you saw Jake Ryan posted on my Facebook. Um, there was a lap car that had something broken, and Buddy Kofoid went to go past the leader on the outside. Okay. Um, the leader moved to the bottom at the last second and Kofoid was going like, I don't know, maybe 50, 60, 70 miles an hour faster than this car and Jeez. demolished him. Wow. And you could, um, you could see from the video, like when you see, like you see the video coming out of four. Yeah. Uh, they could not, because of the way the shadows were, you could not see him in the wall. Yeah. I didn't even see him. You didn't see him until he got hit. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even see him the first time I watched the video. Yeah. I was so happy to see Kofoid walk away from that because that was that was a scary hit and did you see the the wreck and heat one for the four tens at the grove uh with uh hunter schoenberg and zeb wise yeah yeah that's why i when i was doing my segment uh yeah when i was doing my segment of dirty talk i was like what is it flip night at the grove or something like i know right it, it's <laughs> One of those things, I mean, they're entering the, the B main right now. They're getting ready to start the Conti. That's why I keep looking down because I got it right here on flow. Oh, dude. Yeah, I got a couple of uh, friends downstairs in the man cave. They're all, they got it on the TV. Gotcha. Well, they got the Outlaws on, they got the Grove on, and they got the Orioles game on, and that's, uh, and St. Louis. <laughs> that's it. That's my man cave. That's what I need. <laughs> I, I, the, you're just missing the Xfinity race. I got that on my phone, which they're just about to actually start because of the rain down there. Five, five TVs, five different things going on. That's what I need. Hey guys, I'm gonna we're gonna start wrapping up because I gotta get back to work on the, the house, okay. and get the kids to bed, and everything. So, um, right. you know, my let's push it to Daytona, Jake. You can hang out and, and give a pick if you want. So I haven't watched NASCAR in forever, buddy. I'm that's sorry. Fine. That's fine. You <laughs> throw a name out. That's cool. <laughs> So, I'll go with Larson then. That's only what I really <laughs> That's fine. Because so for everyone, we didn't put it up last week, but for Watkins Glen, um, Jordan and I were deciding we're we're gonna pick people not in the playoffs as of right now. 
So last week uh, you picked Busher, right? You picked Busher. Yeah, Christopher Busher. Christopher Busher. Yeah. And so I went and picked uh, Kimmy Räikkönen just because I was not going to get to pick Kimmy Räikkönen again. So um, I kind of threw threw that one out there. I would have went with Michael McDowell, but I was like, nah, I got to go with Räikkönen. So I'm with Räikkönen, and it didn't run bad. Just kind of got caught up in something. But uh, so Jordan won last week, so it'll be my pick this week for Daytona. I was kind of skeptical about Daytona being moved to the end of the year, but it's been very successful. It's really exciting. It adds a lot of drama to the playoff race. Uh, would you agree, Jordan? I think it's perfect. It's right where it needs to be. It is. It is right exactly where it needs to be. After I said, you know, a while ago that even though the drivers might hate it, it's perfect for the fans. Yeah, it's <laughs> super tense for some of the drivers. You know, I tend to be calling a lot of stuff lately, like Kyle Busch's move. I mean, I don't know. I might have called that. Uh, yeah. But I think anyway, the more, more by, I think you might have been right. <laughs> but anyway, um, so you know, big developments this week. Uh, Kurt Busch being pulled out of the playoffs. I think that this is a smart move for Toyota, not necessarily 2311. Um, because if Kurt was kept in, even if he wasn't participating, you know, Monster and all their partners still get the benefit of being in the playoffs. So now Truex has a chance to qualify i think it's good that they announced it pre-daytona because if they kind of like left it on the fence well if truex gets in if truex doesn't then we'll make a decision like that i like that they made the decision before we went and raced this weekend um did take some of the drama out of that but i think there's a lot of guys i trust about 10 guys to win this race that are not already in the playoffs okay Over just pick Mark up Truex. already huh I said, just pick Bubba Wallace already. I was, I'm actually not. I'm actually not. But I'm going to say this. Over the 19, because I don't, he's just not a great restricted play racer. I would take the 10. I would take the 23. I would take the, uh, who else? 10, 23. I would take the 17. I'll take the six. Well, I will take. Are you taking? Uh, okay. I'm going to surprise you with this one. I'm going to take a guy. If you take my pick. <laughs> I don't think I am. I don't think I am. But in the, in the honor of you with your Kyle Busch call, I'm going to pick a guy who in the Xfinity Series has gotten it done at the restrictor plate races. He's won this race before, albeit on a pit strategy fluke kind of deal. Okay, I'm going to pick me. Justin Haley. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm – I, that one kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't think you'd pick him. I haven't picked him, so I thought it'd be fair. I wanted to pick Bubba, but, you know, I, I just – I've already picked Bubba this year. I haven't picked Haley, so I'm going to go with Haley. So if we're going with people we haven't picked, then I got to change my pick. No, no, you don't have to. That's just what I win. You can pick who, whoever you want that's not already in the playoffs. I, I only picked this pick once, and I'm picking him again. I'm going with Brad Kozlowski at Daytona. That didn't work for you the first time. It was close. It didn't work for you the first time. Second time's a charm. <laughs> for the record, I'm still winning in points, but you know, Jordan did make I still think games. it's I still think it's because you changed the point system because you know I you're a lot of stage points. You are more than welcome. First of all, I never calculated the points. I never calculated the points in the beginning, so you can't say I changed it. But if you want to go ahead and, and figure all that up, you are more than welcome to because that was going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, hey, whatever you, whatever you say, I'm going to catch you. <laughs> all right. Well, you got 10, 11 more races to do it. So, <laughs> this week with Brad K, I'm, I'm reeling you back in. So let's, uh, let's call the uh, races for this weekend. What do we got? We got the Xfinity race, which should have started. It should be ending right about now, but they're just starting because of the rain. Um, we got the cup race Saturday night. Starting on 7:30, and then F1 back in action after the summer break. They are in Belgium. Hopefully, they do more than two laps like they did last year. There's rain in the forecast for the whole weekend. Oh, uh... Yeah, this is was a, this was a disaster. We picked this one apart last year, but um, hopefully, it goes smoother this year in this race. So, well, in the dirt world, we got the All Stars in Williams Grove tonight. Um, they're getting ready. That's B main right now, but they're getting ready to run the feature. And then they're at Lincoln tomorrow. So make sure you get out there for that auction. Get some of them, get on for some of them items, try and win some of them. And then 
we got we got the big show next week the biggest show that's the biggest show for me all year so can't wait for that yeah 35 plus items for tomorrow so it's gonna be a busy night yeah get out to lincoln and keep yourself busy that'll keep you busy for a while i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad we got some help and then uh one other thing before we leave i just want to thank our sponsors obviously you guys at racer root fitness uh shipley energy tc becker construction uh tes electrical by todd stevens uh devin alice at state farm she's the one that paid for all the shirts to get made so that was fantastic uh swift electric swift river electrical uh match or not i'm sorry kenny shazberger um they sponsored it two of two of our laps um lnz garage old republic Distil uh, distillery and panographics where my dad works at so those awesome. are our main sponsors and i can't thank all them people enough yes thank thank everybody for for helping out with this race all the sponsors yeah. thank everybody that's awesome from the bottom of my heart thank you guys yeah Awesome, guys. Well, I can't wait to see you all next week, and we'll definitely try to do some content while we're up there, either at the race, pre-race, during the race, whatever. We'll try to record something, even if it's just for a few seconds. So, yeah. Jake, I'm glad to, to have you on. It was good talking to you again. Good talking. Great seeing you, bud. Jordan, yeah. you're okay to talk with, you know? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> all right, guys. I will see you all next week. Thank you all for listening. Hit us up, Race Roof Fitness, for some personal training. Whatever you need, you know we, you know the bit. I got to get out of here. I got to put some floor down. I'll catch you all later. All right. Later, guys. See you, guys.